This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 12 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Now listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. As always, got my good friend, my co-host here, Tony Shore. Tony, we got an interesting topic today, my friend. It's a a sad day to me in the financial world, the dum-dum-da-dum. Um... (laughs) <laughs> that, that, that's all I'm given so far on what we're talking Darth about Vader's today. theme. Are we going to roll Darth Vader's theme? Dun, 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 right. Dun, 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 it's all over. Dun, dun, dun. It's all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it sounds like a, a dark topic. There's There's been some bad news recently, and I know you want to talk about that uh, and how it's going to affect our listeners. But first, before we get into our today's topic, which is a good one, I want to ask you, Michael, how's everything going at the Lynn Group? How are you doing? Oh, I appreciate that. Life is life is good. You know, we had spring break with the kids. We took a couple of days. We snuck up the coast to Avila Beach. Um, nice. You know, we had big Easter dinner with the family, ate too much food, packed on a few pounds. So we've just been enjoying the season. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Well, okay. So uh, why... <laughs> Is there bad news? Why are we playing the Darth Vader theme from Empire Strikes Back? Well, and you got to remember, I'm the only one that views this as as bad news, it seems. But what's happened, and and you know what, you and I, we've talked about this before on the show, but it really goes back a year or two. Um, A couple years ago, the Department of Labor, and a lot of the listeners will say, Department of Labor, what do they have to do with this stuff? The Department of Labor came up with some new laws. They called it the fiduciary rule. And what they were trying to do, Tony, was they were trying to mandate that all people that help you with your investments, your money, your retirement accounts, that stuff, that they all act as a fiduciary, that they all act in your best interest. Now, let me let me stop there, Tony. Does that sound like a terrible thing? No. Yeah, it doesn't, does it? Shouldn't, shouldn't we all be acting in your best interest if we're dealing with your life savings? Doesn't that just kind of resonate like, oh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So historically, that's not how it's been. There's two major distinctions in the way that people offer investment advice. There are fiduciaries that are, are required by law to act in your best interest. I'm a fiduciary and I'm, I'm expected to be a fiduciary based on two things. One is I have what's called a Series 66 license, which is a registered investment advisor license, which is a fiduciary obligation license that when I help people with financial transactions, I do what's in their best interest. But also separately, as a certified financial planner, if you're going to be a have that certification and, and use that in the industry, the CFP board mandates that you act as a fiduciary at all times, no matter what you're transacting in. So for me, I've always been a fiduciary. It's always been a thing. It's always part of our business. We always do what's best for people. However, there's a completely different side of the coin. There's what's called the suitability standard. This is different than the fiduciary standard. 
Suitability standard focuses on not what's doing in your best interest, but just offering you things that are suitable to you, um, which I'll kind of define what that means further. But commonly, this, this encompasses more like a, a stockbroker that buys and sells investments for you based on commissions and also insurance agents um, that are selling insurance products, you know, fixed style annuities, life insurance, things like that. They all work on a suitability standard where they don't have to act in your best interest. That's probably sounds a little confusing, Tony. I don't know. You're, you're giving me the, the stink eye over there. Like, wait, what? <laughs> well, yeah. How, how is this relating to us now? All right. So, you know, I, I was thinking about how do you describe this? And so, you know, as we find ourselves thinking about things in life, where do we end up? We end up on Google, right? So I, I Googled it and I said, fiduciary versus suitability. You know, trying to find the best analogy of to explain this to people. And I came across a Forbes article that uh, kind of had a fun analogy. They were using cars. And so when I was reading it, it said, okay, let's say you want a car. And you head down to the Ford dealership. And so you go to the Ford dealership and they ask you, what kind of car do you need? And you list all the features and the attributes and all the things that you're trying to get. And maybe that doesn't describe a Ford car. Maybe it describes a Toyota Highlander, just as an example. Under a suitability standard, the dealer would say, interesting, we, we sell Ford Explorers and those, those should fit your needs and we've got a bunch over here. The dealer sells it to you, they make a commission, you go on your way. That Ford Explorer was probably suitable, but it probably wasn't necessarily what's best for you because you were describing a different type of car. They gave you kind of, eh, this is close, this is acceptable, this is doable. If they were working under a fiduciary standard, the dealer would say, hang on a second. It sounds like you're describing a Toyota Highlander. We don't sell those. In order to get exactly what you want, you're going to have to go down the street to the Toyota dealership. I can sell you something similar. I can sell you a Ford Explorer, but it's not exactly what you're looking for. And what the dealer is showing is that there's a conflict of interest. If they sell you something that you're not exactly looking for and they make a, a commission, there's a conflict of interest inherently. And so the idea here is, is when you get investment advice from certain types of people, for example, and I talk about this in my book, you know, how your financial planner failed you, which I know, Tony, you've read how many times? A dozen? A baker's, um, a baker's at dozen? Le at least a baker's <laughs> dozen. Yeah. You know, as we talk about this stuff is it's always a challenge. Like, for example, if you're just dealing with an insurance agent that only sells fixed annuities, think about it. No matter what you describe as your problem being, what is the answer going to be, Tony? Well, the answer is going to be yes. <laughs> the answer is going to be yes. I sell I sell fixed annuities. And no matter what your problem is, <laughs> that's how they're going to describe it. You know, years ago, I, I used an, a, kind of an analogy to that on the, on the radio. And I, I remember getting a few kind of animated phone calls that were pretty funny. But and I, and I said, look, if you cut your finger, what do you what do you put on it, Tony? A band-aid. Okay, so you have a problem. You cut your finger. The solution is a band-aid. Bada bing, bada boom. Right. You found the, the best thing, the fiduciary standard for your finger. You then go down outside and you get shot in the chest. Would you put that same band-aid on that, Tony? Uh, no. Probably not, right? Based right. on the situation, based on the criteria, the band-aid is no longer acceptable. Now, if your neighbor's a Band-Aid salesman and all he sells is Band-Aids, he says, well, hang on, if you buy this Band-Aid, this should help out with that gunshot wound. 
Well, the problem is, is once again, when you work under that suitability standard or you're restricted to the nature of investments you're allowed to offer people, mm. there is always an inherent conflict of interest because you can never do what's best for people because you're limited on the scope of how you can help them. Now, if you are honest and ethical and, and still act as a fiduciary in the sense that you say, hey, I sell, I sell annuities. Sounds like you don't need an annuity. Therefore, let me refer you to somebody that can help you with something else. That's fair. People can do that. But, you know, I think that that's probably less common, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, this is a concern. Uh, and so, but why didn't this happen? Oh, well, I don't even think we said that. You're letting the cat out of the bag, Tony. That's the problem here. So, Remember, we started started by That's saying a problem here. Couple, okay. couple years ago, you know, the Department of Labor came out with this new law called the fiduciary yep. rule. Insurance agents, yep. stockbrokers, everybody, everybody, everybody that helps you with your life savings, they have to do what's best for you. They have to act as a fiduciary. Now, don't you think that we should all stand up and applaud and say that makes a whole lot of sense? Hooray! Thank you, Department of Labor. Well, turns out that the whole suitability industry doesn't like that at all. The insurance agents, the stockbrokers, everybody. So what did they do? They got up in arms. They filed lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. The industry went to bat to say that we shouldn't have to act in retirees' best interest. Sound a little spooky, Spice? Yeah. Because it is, Tony. <laughs> yeah. So they fought, they fought, they fought. And what's been good for the last year or two is most of those lawsuits got blown up in court and the courts upheld the Department of Labor saying, look, man, what are you talking about? Everybody that deals with retirees' money, their 401ks, their IRAs, all this stuff, should absolutely be a fiduciary. Come on. And I agree. I'm a fiduciary. Why do I put that much effort and concern into my client's stuff? I think we all should. Remember, this is your life savings. Anyways... A couple of weeks ago, the what? Let's see what it's called. The 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 Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans said that the Department of Labor overstepped their authority in creating the fiduciary rule and blew the whole thing up. It's gone. Toast. Bada bing, bada boom. So to me, that's where the the Star Wars music came in. That's that's a sad day to me in the financial world. The day that they say no, you don't have to act in in your client's best interests. You know. Sell them the Ford Explorer mm -hmm. if they need a Toyota Highlander. That's okay. Whatever. What's the big deal? Anyways, doom and gloom. So I think we should take a break <laughs> after, after yeah. doing that, Tony. But <laughs> if you guys have any questions, if you're curious, if your person's a fiduciary or, or what rules and things they're following or how these laws might impact you and your accounts and what or you're not doing. Following. Or not a fiduciary. Absolutely, Tony. Yeah. Give my office yeah. a call. Let's talk about it. 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. We're going to be right back after this. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. If you have ever thought that maybe too much of your assets were exposed to market risk, you owe it to yourself and your retirement to check out the Color of Money Risk Analysis. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit us at thelindgroup.com or call us today at 805-500-7035.
And now back to Financially Tuned with Mike Mansfield. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Mike Mansfield of the Lynn Group and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Mike, you've been talking to us about uh, what was known as the fiduciary rule from the Department of Labor. Right. Um, uh, that's the that's basically the topic. But you're saying there was this law set up to make sure everybody, um, people who sold insurance, uh, all these types of people, people who we hear on the radio giving advice, uh, they all should be fiduciaries Absolutely. because they're giving financial advice. Um, uh, so what's up with that? That sounds like a good thing to me. I know. It is a good thing. You know, I, I always reinforce the idea that this is the client's money. You always have to remember that these are your resources, your hard work, your assets. And we always have to trust that people are doing what's best for us. Um, you know, if you had a plumbing problem and you call a plumber and the plumber comes over and the, the plumber says, oh man, bad news. You got to, you know, you got to replumb the whole house when you only have a little tiny leak. You know, once again, can you trust what people are telling you? You know, it's, uh, we live in a world that is all about that. It's so important. It's critical. And when you get into financial services, it's the same thing. You know, you don't want to buy things you don't need. You don't need to pay extra fees for stuff you don't need. And, and that's the, that's a challenge. And so we would hope that when we're dealing with something so important, like planning our retirement, remember how many shots do you think you got at planning your retirement correctly, Tony? Well, <laughs> I don't know how many times. Probably only one, you know, yeah. you got to do it right because what Maybe. happens? What if no, you have to what, do it, you have to do it right the first time. Right. What if you're, what if you blow your money up because you have it mismanaged and all of a sudden at 81 you find out you're 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 running on fumes in your accounts and you got nothing left or is it easy for you to go back to work you know you're gonna you can go get a job you're gonna you know what are you gonna do that's tough you only have one chance to do it correctly you have to rely on the advice that you're giving or getting rather and so you know once again when the department of labor came up with the rule that Everybody that helps you with your financial matters should absolutely always be doing what's in your best interest. To me, that seems like a darn good thing, you know? And when that came out, it was so ironic to watch all the insurance companies freak out and all the insurance agents freak out and, and posting their comments on the department of labor and filing lawsuits and making a big crisis about this. And then, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, finally, they find one court in New Orleans to overturn the law and blow it all up. And what happens? Is that a is that a bad day for the industry? No, I've got you know I could go through my just junk emails and I probably got forty emails that are all like, oh, fantastic news! We blew up the Department of Labor's rules. And you're like, what is wrong with this world? <laughs> you know that this is we're so excited about not having to do as much as we can to possibly help you, the retiree, get through the rest of your life. Well, as long as we do an okay job, we should be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's beyond pathetic to me, Tony. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's it's just such a big, wow. big picture issue because, look, we it have is. a retirement crisis. We were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. People are already, you know, have precariously low investment accounts and precariously low savings and, and a lot of debt and student loans. I mean, the highest rate of student loan increasing debt is like over the age of 50. You know, people are retooling. There's a lot of planning, a lot of thought that goes into helping people correctly. 
every week, I feel like lately, Tony, you and I, all we do is kind of bash the idea of what needs to be done to formulate a proper retirement income plan. And you know, yeah, what? we are. I mean, that's what we go over and, and it's really important. And there's a lot of nuances and you want to make sure you're working with somebody who's really got your best interest because there are so many things going on that you need to trust them for, right? Well, and it's so true. And, you know, unfortunately, so much comes down to money. People will only help you on the level of that they see their compensation increasing. I do all my financial planning at no cost. I don't charge anybody for it. I give you social security advice. I give you income advice. I give you tax advice and estate planning advice and Medicare advice. I give you all this stuff at no cost. Now, I could sit here and be like, well, darn it, I'm not making enough money doing that, Tony, so therefore, I'm just not going to do it anymore. But what I've realized in my practice is that by doing that work, it makes clients more successful. It makes their retirement more intact. It makes the process make more sense, and therefore, we're all in a better place. I sleep really well because of the help that I give people, and it doesn't always benefit my pocket. But that's what being a fiduciary is all about, is helping people without being focused on how it's going to benefit my bottom line. And that's, yeah, and that's the distinction right there between fiduciary and not. Uh, But I just don't, so really the bottom line is why isn't this already a rule? Uh, Why, why has there been so much resistance to this law and why hasn't it passed? Well, you know, it, it all comes back to deep pockets in life. Um, you know, we, we've, I've watched enough weird documentaries about food in the last couple of years on Netflix to know that lobbyists get behind certain things, you know, and they push for sugars and, and food or not. You know, there's so many people that, that, you know, someone was showing me something the other day that said, look at this study on, on dairy products, but it was sponsored by the dairy industry, you know? <laughs> so they have a tendency, the insurance yeah. companies, they have lobbyists, they spend a lot of money. They get into the you know politicians' heads and they push things and steer things. I mean, even when you look at, I mean, here's another thing that I think is I've always thought was entertaining: fixed style annuities. Those are considered insurance products, and and technically they are. You're buying insurance. You're you know guaranteed income forever is longevity insurance. But you're using your life savings. You're putting a retirement account, your 401k, your IRA into this thing you know, that is managed, that, that has follows indexes against the markets and whatnot. So even though there's a component of insurance built into it, it's an investment. It's your investment. It's your life savings. Yet the industry has really worked really hard to make sure that the government doesn't consider those investments. Those are insurance policies, because if it's not an investment, then they can follow different rules. They can follow the suitability standards, the not best interest standards. You know, so it's just fascinating to me how, you know, when you're really entrenched in the financial world, you can see these things that that don't always see eye to eye with what's best for the end user. And it requires somebody like myself, a fiduciary that cares about you and is concerned about you enough to say, hey, this is appropriate. This isn't this is appropriate. This isn't, you know, and you work through it in that manner. If somebody needs investments in the stock market. Let's get them some investments in the stock market. If they need bonds, let's get some bonds. If they need annuities and insurance policies, let's get them that. But you have to have the flexibility, Tony, of helping people and or steering them to the person that can help them. Right. Yep. And that and that's key. So 
Um, I think, you know, obviously I believe that there should be this standard for everyone who gives any type of financial advice or sells any product that's considered financial. And, you know, there are a lot of retirement vehicles uh, that fall in the insurance category or are provided by insurance companies. And these people, uh, if they're claiming to be financial planners or or, uh, selling or uh, using these tools to help people with their retirement, they should also have uh, a fiduciary standard so they're doing what's in the client's best interest and not what's going to make them the biggest commission or something like that. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Yeah. I'm not I'm not down on insurance products or investment products or anything like that. We use all of those tools in our arsenal, Tony. The point is, is how do you properly use them to formulate something that truly helps somebody versus selling them stuff? Right. There you go. Yeah, that's there's a big difference there. Hey, we have to take a quick break, Mike. Ah. Is there anything you want to add before the break? No, look, if you don't have a proper retirement plan in place, if you just own a bunch of investments or insurance policies that you feel someone sold you and you're not sure what the value is or how they work or what the benefit is of formulating them in an income plan, give my office a call. At no cost, I'd be more than happy to meet with you and talk about what you have and see how we can give you some guidance. 805 805- Five zero zero seven zero three five. Never hesitate to visit my main website, thelindgroup.com. And we'll be right back after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? The Wealth Puzzle by Mike Mansfield from The Lind Group can provide you with the information to help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and may ease your financial concerns. The Wealth Puzzle will help give you the foundational information you need for retirement. Visit thelindgroup.com, that's L-Y-N-D, to request your complimentary copy today. That's thelindgroup.com. And now back to Financially Tuned with Mike Mansfield. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Michael Mansfield of the Lynn Group and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, of course, along for the ride. I'm always uh, learning new things from you. And this fiduciary <laughs> rule is fascinating. Um, right. Uh, the, the whole fiduciary concept uh, is a good one. Everyone who gives financial advice or sells financial products, et cetera, should have to be a fiduciary. I don't know why it's different for different people. Uh, I know, like you mentioned, one of the reasons is lobbying, right? I mean, the insurance companies spend a lot of money so they don't have to uh, submit to these rules. Sure. Absolutely. And they, and they make arguments. I mean, when you read all the arguments, they, they said, well, you know, with all the extra compliance and work that we'd have to do, it would cost too much money to service small consumers and the, and the small account retiree would, would, would lose out on us as a service provider, which is just not, that's just not accurate. And that's not fair. It all goes down to how much you're willing to help somebody. And just like our firm, we help our clients, no matter how much we make or don't make off of them, we help them. And we realize that that's a part of doing business. And you know, It'll be interesting, Tony, to see how this stuff plays out. So the next step is now that the rule has been blown up in the in the uh, Fifth Circuit Court down in New Orleans, technically the Department of Labor can appeal this. But at this point, this has been going been so crazy with all the lawsuits and whatnot that I believe the next level of appeal is like straight up the line to the Supreme Court. And they've got 90 wow. days to file that if this is going to go to the Supreme Court or not. But for the moment... 
the you know suitability folks, the insurance agents and stockbrokers that work off of just solely comp and, uh, commission compensation, and you know don't necessarily have to legally do what's in your best interest. Um, you know they're 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 popping bottles. They're they're celebrating right now. They think this is good stuff, good mojo, and I, I find that very disappointing. Mm, yeah, yeah, it is disappointing. I mean, uh, obviously, so. Uh, so there is a chance, though, that this will eventually uh, go through and be passed, do you think? Or is it pretty much dead in the water? Well, you know, and that's that's the great debate. And I'm not sure, you know, where the Department of Labor's stance is on that. I mean, there's there's obviously the avenue that it can be pursued and, and we'll say revived, you know, back on life support. Um, I hope that's the case. I hope it comes into play. Look. I've put a lot of years into getting licensed, right? I've got all my securities license. I've got an insurance license. I've got an MBA in financial planning. I'm a certified financial planner. That took two years. I've put years into formally educating myself to do what I do. You know how hard it is to get a securities license or an insurance agent license? I have those things, so I can speak to it. You know, come on, man. You study your silly little course. It's like a Cracker Jack box, you know, course. And you go take your little quiz and you're done. And all of a sudden you can help people with their life savings. That's scary to me. How come a doctor needs so many years of school, Tony, to, to perform a heart surgery on you? You know, yeah. but the people that are going to be the stewards of your life savings over your lifetime, they could, you know, they could study their little caboose off in a week, you know, class and go take the quiz. And all of a sudden they're allowed to move your life savings around and tell you what to do with it. But remember, it's it's only your life savings and you only have one chance of it. So what's the big deal? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? What's the big deal? Yeah, what's the big it's deal? Just your... No biggie. <laughs> You're being sarcastic again. Uh, but yeah, it is a big deal. And that's the problem. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add? No, Tony. Like I said, we've spent a lot of time today talking about some of the, the big picture things that are going on in the industry with the fiduciary rules. And so I hope our listeners have enjoyed this and it's given you just a little bit of insight into some of the things that, that really do impact you. It impacts the way that you receive investment advice. It impacts the way that your accounts are managed and set up and things like that. And so I, I hope everyone's enjoyed the topic today. As I mentioned, and as our listeners know and, and our clientele, I'm a fiduciary and we always work in our client's best interest and we pride ourselves on not making it about money, but making it about what do you need in order to help you and try to be a steward in good advice rather than just compensation. So if you have questions about the, the show today, if you have questions about if you're working with a fiduciary or not, or what type of accounts you own and how those are, are constructed and work, give our office a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. And otherwise, happy, happy spring, and we will uh, be back same time, same place next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and the Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 